It's time now for the complete story with Rich Bot, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich Bot with today's complete story. Well, my dad is not with us in the studio today, but we're going to have a great time anyway. Uh, we have uh, some really interesting young people to talk to today. And, uh, you know, folks, we've been praying for a great awakening-style revival to sweep our nation and really the world, and we want to be part of that. So whenever I hear of young people really getting on fire for the Lord and going on to serve Him, uh, it gives me hope and encouragement that God is doing something in our time. And we have such a young person right here in the studio, Dallas Unger Bueller and Dallas, <laughs> welcome to Bot Radio Network. Thank you, thank you. Now, Dallas, uh, tell us where you are in school, and uh, uh, we want to get your whole story because mm-hmm. it's really wonderful. Yeah. So I actually just graduated um, from Kansas State University here in the spring. So recent grad. <laughs> yeah, and you are going on uh, for Christ, and you're going to be involved with uh, leadership of a new campus ministry at Northwest. Missouri State University, Maryville, Missouri, is called Student Mobilization. Right. Now, student mobilization, I guess, is about mobilizing students <laughs> for Christ. Right. So you, and this was very instrumental in your coming to Christ. Uh, you're, you're a fine young man, and uh, I want to tell you that your grandfather attends Sunday school with me, <laughs> and uh, I want us to hear from him right now. Well, on the phone right now, I have Dallas's grandfather, Dick Ungerbuehler, whom we attend church with. And Dick, so glad to have you on the program. Well, it's a pleasure to be here talking with you. Now, you are the grandfather of Dallas, so you have a very informed perspective on who this young man is, don't you? Oh, I have a big chest every time I think of him. Well, tell me about Dallas. He's an extraordinary fellow in that he uh, has never had an enemy. He makes friends beautifully. He's winsome, which is what we should be when we're trying to introduce Christ. So I think he's got a win-win situation in the career that he's chosen for himself. Well, now, isn't it encouraging to see young people stepping up and and, uh, moving forward in their life of service for the Lord? Oh, and you know for yourself, college age is when most people drop out of the religious scene. So, therefore, by working with young people that age, it's extremely difficult. And you can't do it the way we do it at church. You've got to go in and be one-on-one, meet them in where they live, uh, get to know them. Uh, you've got to be friends. It's, it's a tremendously wonderful ministry, and I'm proud of Dallas for becoming involved with it. Well, you must be proud. And I, I tell you, uh, his testimony is really wonderful. Can you share with us from your perspective a little bit about his walk with the Lord? Well, I, I know that he uh, has been influenced by my son and, and his wife all during the, the years that he was growing up. Uh, he has always been at church, and sometimes I think he and his brother were the entire youth department at a church where they might have been. So they, they've had some unusual experiences and opportunity to really meet all kinds of different people. They lived in Pennsylvania for a while and became in, involved with the Amish. Uh, 
these experiences really are, are thrilling when you think about it. And you know, Dick, sometimes young people can do things that we cannot, and this is a wonderful opportunity to help support them and give them a good launch in their life of service. Don't you think that Dallas is worthy of support? I certainly do. Uh, if I, this is our second uh, grandson who's become involved with this. His uh, cousin was involved with the University of Missouri, and uh, now he's up there in uh, Marysville, Missouri, working at Southwestern, Northwestern, excuse me. So uh, it's deja vu. Uh-huh. We got it's a whole family concern. You know, it's it's lovely. Well, God bless you and Alice. And, uh, and your family and your grandchildren for the way they're serving the Lord. And this is called student mobilization. Is that right? That's right. Exactly. Well, we've been praying for a Great Awakening-style revival to sweep across America, and it's exciting to see young people carrying that torch forward. Yeah, I agree. Amen to that. Amen. Well, thank you, Dick. Thank you for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Dallas, how about that? Wow. <laughs> you didn't know that was coming. I did not. When when he mentioned that you were in Pennsylvania with the Amish, what, and you kind of laughed here in the studio a little bit, what what was that about? Uh-huh. Well, so we we had some Amish neighbors, and so, I mean, they're great people. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely an interesting experience, but, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, listen, so he mentioned student mobilization, mm-hmm. some call, sometimes called STUMO, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, we'll get more, uh, more about that here in just a minute, but I want to give you folks a website, donate.stumo, S-T-U-M-O dot org, uh, donate.stumo.org. Org. If something about uh, what these young people are doing excites you, then you may want to donate to STUMO at donate.stumo.org. Mm. So, Dallas, your story you shared with me earlier, you were raised in a Christian environment, Christian home and so forth, heard the gospel and so forth, but never really internalized it until you got to college. Mm-hmm. And college is a time and a place that's filled with all kinds of pitfalls and traps, and, and, and young people can, uh, can go the wrong direction. But the Lord reached you there. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, growing up, like you said, I had a, a really great foundation, but I hadn't really understood it. I had the intellectual understanding, but I wasn't living it out. And so I think that really it was able to flush itself out when I went to college, and um, I joined a fraternity there, and I think faith was um, important to me, um, but it wasn't in the forefront of my mind. I definitely had to put it on the back burner. And so I joined a fraternity to pursue the college experience. And, and I met a gentleman there, um, though, an, an older guy in the house um, who was living out his faith. You know, he's really, um, he, we both called ourselves Christians, you know, but his life reflected it. And so he um, actually developed a really genuine relationship with me. He shared the gospel with me. And I think it was then that I really fully understood the gospel and my response that was necessary to it. Um, and so at that point, it was when I realized um, I need to make a decision. And that's when I fully um, committed to Christ. And um, no looking back from there, really. Right. You made it your own. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know in my story, I was raised in a Christian home, and, and I, was, I was quite young, but an evangelist said, 
being born in a Christian family no more makes you a Christian than being born in a garage makes you an automobile, but you need to make sure of your own salvation. Mm -hmm. God doesn't have any grandchildren. God just has children, and you need to make sure that you are a child of God. And you did that. It was freshman year. Mm -hmm. And was this through the ministry of Stumo, or or how did that come about? So um, the individual who shared the gospel with me, he had been involved with um, Stumo as well. Um, a lot of what Stumo seeks to do is just reach out and really develop leaders in different pockets on campus, uh, especially in areas where the gospel isn't being heard. And like like a fraternity. Yeah, so I was like thinking, you know, house. oftentimes a student doesn't join a fraternity to come to know God. Mm-hmm. But, but like you say, to pursue the college experience, which is kind of a, a multifaceted, let's say. But, but sure. that is where God reached you. Right, right. He had different plans for me. And I think, and because of that, I think I really grew to appreciate, obviously, the ministry that um, helped you know, expose me to those things and um, even bought me into the idea of br- bringing the light of the gospel to areas on campus where it's not very prevalent and they're dark places like fraternity houses. And this is what you've decided to do now after graduating from college. Right. Right. It's kind of interesting. We were, yeah, we were talking, my, my major was public relations. And so um, I definitely learned a lot of incredible things through that. Um, although I won't be specifically applying it in the realm of ministry, I'll get to do some things with public relations there. But yeah, I think I really felt um, God leading me towards uh, a ministry role of some kind. And I just, because I, like I said, because I had been impacted through a ministry like Stumo, I was excited for the opportunity to be able to give back to it and even impact college students like I had been impacted in college as well. Now, this summertime is a time of transitions. We have high school students maybe that have just graduated from high school and they're going to be entering college. We have college uh, students that have just graduated and going to beginning uh, beginning their career. What would you say to a high school senior that has just graduated and now is going to be a freshman in college? What advice would you give? Hmm. Yeah, I think I would encourage them to definitely, I mean, I understand that college is going to have a lot of different opportunities. People are going to be um, demanding your time, so many different um, things, but to prioritize faith, if you do desire to prioritize faith, you have to make a decision consciously before going into college to do that and get plugged in with different um, ministries, tons of different opportunities at K-State, but I would definitely recommend um, Stumo if you are looking for one or any college for that matter. Now, you mentioned K-State. Of course, this is a, a nationwide broadcast. Sure. We're talking about Kansas State University there in Manhattan, Kansas, right. sometimes referred to as the Little Apple. You're right. So that's a great school, uh, the Wildcats. Well, God bless you. Now, um, we want to talk more about Stumo. You brought with you uh, into the studio here a note from Bob Harrison and in the note, he shared his testimony about how Bot Radio Network was uh, key for his uh, coming to Christ and his discipleship and his walk with the Lord. And how do you know Bob Harrison? Uh, so Bob Harrison actually played a huge role in my development in college. He um, helped disciple and mentor me for the last two years of college and helped prepare me even to make decisions um, out of college and, and, and land on the decision of even coming on working for Stumo itself. So huge impact on me and my, and my faith in college. Well, God bless you, and Bob, God bless Bob Harrison. And we have Bob Harrison on the line. Bob, welcome to Bot Radio Network. 
Oh, well, thank you for having me. My privilege. Hey, this was a thrill for me to read your note and uh, share share the the essence of that with our radio listeners, if you will. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just so grateful for for Bot Radio. Uh, I didn't grow up uh, having much of a spiritual background. My grandparents would take me to church from time to time. Uh, so when I came to college at Kansas State University, uh, it was the first time I heard the gospel. I was a sophomore in my fraternity house, and a guy came in and was opening up the Bible with guys, making friendships, and that was the first time I'd ever heard it. And that began a process of about two and a half, three years of beginning to discover for myself for the first time what the Bible had to say about God, about Jesus, about me and my sin, and the cross, and empty tomb. And it wasn't until um, I, one summer between, uh, well, right after my senior year, that um, I discovered Bot Radio and driving to work and wanted to keep up with uh, one of the Bible studies that uh, I heard early in the morning, driving in for my internship. And uh, I came back one Monday afternoon and opened my Bible and I hit my knees and said, Lord, I don't know where we're going, uh, but I'm with you. And it, everything changed from, from then on. And that whole summer I had the privilege of, of <laughs> a commute back and forth to work. And just got to listen to so many incredible programs and learn so much. I could not get enough of, of God's Word as I was just beginning to discover it with, uh, with new eyes in Christ. Oh, praise God. Thank you for sharing that with us. And your, uh, yeah. your note says, Since then, my mom and dad, aunt, cousin, grandma, who was 93 at the time, have come to faith in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. My mom came to faith in Christ about after I did. They began to see my life change. And um, then my dad, about a year and a half after her, and it was just a couple of years ago that my grandma um, placed her trust in Christ alone, and she was 93 at the time. We're celebrating her 95th birthday um, in August, so we, we praise God for that, too. It's never too late to come to the Lord. <laughs> hey, listen, oh, you, you said something else also, which, which I find, I hear stories like this often, where, where you mm-hmm. said that uh, sometimes you'd, be, you'd tune into the radio and just then you heard exactly uh, uh, something that related to a question or a difficulty that you were going through. And I, I think it's kind of like a divine appointment. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, story after story. Uh, I think uh, the Holy Spirit is at work preparing my heart, and uh, I hop into uh, my car, and the radio comes on. It's almost always on bot radio, and, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Adrian Rogers or Michael Youssef or Robbie Zacharias or R.C. Sproul or any one of the guys um, and the, the teachers. Um, it, it just happens to be the exact thing that I need. I just have to pray as I'm driving, saying, thank you, Lord, I needed to hear this, whether it's encouragement even a little bit of a correction or rebuke, things that, that I need to hear in my walk just to continue to pursue Christ with, with more of my heart. And uh, I just I can't, can't turn away from it for how he moves and works in that way. Well, Bob, God bless you. And I have Dallas in the studio with me today, and we're talking about the work that he's going to begin at Northwest Missouri State University in Maryville, Missouri. And uh, you've been on, on K-State campus for a number of years, I guess. Uh, tell us a little bit sure. about student mobilization and the strategic work that they do. Yeah, our mission is, uh, we, our mission that we say is to build uh, laborers for Christ from the college campuses of the world. And we see, I think as you've mentioned earlier, um, the, the way to reach college students is to go to them. And I wouldn't have heard the gospel unless um, that guy had come to, to talk with me. I wasn't looking for a relationship with God, uh, but through him, God was looking for me. And we want to be that kind of 
um, those kind of people that, that reach out on behalf of Christ and share the gospel with people that may not otherwise uh, bump into it. And even to give hope to those students who come to campus that do have a faith background, that, hey, you can do college and walk with God. It is possible. And we do that as a community. We do that together. And so I've gotten the privilege of uh, doing that since I graduated in 2007 with a master's degree in civil engineering. I've been at K-State ever since doing ministry and um, here on the campus. And it's just been such a privilege to see God move and work, you know, year after year after year. I think for these, it'll be 15 years for me on campus now. So, so how about Dallas going to this, this other campus and uh, beginning this ministry there? Uh, do you think he's going to oh, be qualified to do that? Oh, absolutely. Um, he, he, I heard uh, that little bit from his, uh, his grandfather, and uh, I agree with him. He's so winsome. Uh, I've seen Dallas just do an incredible job of making friends with people um, in his fraternity and on campus, and... Uh, I have full confidence that, that his devotion to Christ and his love for God and his love for his Word and his eagerness for others to experience, and even seeing God use him that way already, even as a student, helping other guys come to know Christ and to, to follow God uh, more deeply. Uh, I, I see the the uh, the path is already well-worn, and I'm going to keep walking it as he goes to a, to a new campus and um, helps the, the work launch um, to students who probably otherwise wouldn't uh, get to hear it otherwise. So, All right, Bob. Well, thank you for joining us on the program, and thank you for sharing your testimony about how Bot Radio Network was helpful in, in your coming to Christ and in your discipleship and your growth in Jesus. Oh, a tremendous pleasure for me. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. And Dallas, back with you now in the studio. Uh, your work at Northwest Missouri State University. Is this a new campus ministry coming to the campus to there for the very first time? Yep. So it'll be the newest campus that uh, Stuma will be launching um, and the very first Division II school that they'll be at, actually. And so it'll be very interesting, a unique experience, um, which I'm excited for. All right. And Stumo means student mobilization, student mobilization for Christ. Uh, how cool is that? <laughs> so... Uh, Tell me more now about your testimony. You say about how you came to Christ there as a freshman in college. Uh, then you had several more years of college, and then you graduated. But there came a point probably sometime where you decided that when I graduate, I want to go full-time in this. Right, right. So I had, um, yeah, I think the Lord had laid that on my heart maybe my junior year um, of college that full-time ministry was something that I thought the Lord had been preparing me to do, um, especially on the college campus, just from the experiences that I had developed there, but um, as well just um, had been been feeling led that way. And so, yeah, there were a couple, a number of different options, I would say, of, of ministries that I could have worked for, but I felt, um, like I mentioned, passionate about a ministry that had impacted me. And um, like Bob was mentioning earlier, I, I definitely can see how... Um, in, in lost pockets, you know, on campus, there are places where the gospel isn't reaching. And so that's something that gets me excited to be able to um, take the gospel, especially to a campus like Northwest, where there are a few number of um, college campus ministries, if any, there. And uh, so the opportunity to be able to bring the gospel to a place where maybe it's not being heard is something that gets me really excited. 
You know that verse, delight thyself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, I think that doesn't mean that, that God's going to give you everything you want or he's going to give you your, what you want, but I think the key is to delight yourself in the Lord first and foremost, and then he will place in your heart the desires for what he's going to give you. So, so you then can find fulfillment in pursuing those desires because those are desires that God implanted into your heart. Right. So God gave you a desire for campus ministry. Right. And you're going to have a chance to fulfill it mm-hmm. with this organization called STUMO, Student Mobilization. Now, you have a goal of, uh, I think it, what I read here was $4,100 a month is what you need for the, the expenses and everything to get this ministry launched and off the ground. And how far along are you on that so far? So I'd say I'm just under 25% um, in monthly commitments. And so... I've been going at it for the summer, and but it's been a, a a challenging but but growing and stretching process that I've enjoyed. What are some of the the average monthly commitment? What what size commitments do you typically see from people each month? Mm-hmm. I would say um, an average size is between fifty to one hundred and fifty um, of commitments per month, and obviously the, I've met I've had the privilege of meeting some extremely generous um, people that desire to give sacrificially. Um, but regardless, it all, um, comes together. But I would say, I mean, those amounts are probably a typical gift that people would give. So folks, if you want to help sow the seed into this new campus ministry to win young people for Christ, and I think this is part of God's plan for a Great Awakening-style revival, pockets of evangelism taking place everywhere, together with a bold proclamation of the Word of God. We want Bot Radio Network to be part of this. We want campus ministries to be part of this. It's uh, It takes everybody doing their part, and there are doers and there are donors. So if you'd like to donate to this effort, uh, you can contact donate.stumo.org. Again, that website is donate.stumo.org. And uh, God bless you, Dallas, for the for the the desire that God has placed in your heart, the dream of ministry that God has in your heart. And uh, I know my dad, one of my dad's favorite songs is this one from Carol Roberson that relates to this. If you don't have a dream, how can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream, where's your life headed to? God has a plan for everyone, it seems. But you'll never be the best you can be if you don't have a dream. If you don't have a dream, the chance you will lose. God wants to bless people just like you. If you don't have a dream, there's only one thing to do. Put your faith in Jesus, your life He'll redeem if you don't have a dream. If you don't have a dream, how can your dream come true? 
If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a dream. Thank you, Carol Roberson. And you know, Carol Roberson lives in Ripley, Mississippi, just a little bit southeast of Memphis, uh, well within the coverage of our uh, powerful uh, station there at AM640 in Memphis. So God bless you, Carol. Thanks for sharing that with us. If you don't have a dream, well, Dallas Unger Bueller does have a dream, and his dream is to help win young people for Christ on the campus of Northwest Missouri State University with an organization called STUMO, Student Mobilization. Dallas, if they go to that website to donate to this new effort there on that campus, if they go to donate.stumo.org, how do they know it's going to go to this particular part of STUMO? Right. Um, so you could find, I know I don't have a very great radio name in Dallas Unger Bueller, but uh, if you if you look on there, you could um, find my name um, and you'd be able to give to that specific ministry. Yeah, Dallas is very memorable, but Unger Bueller is hard to spell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> How you do you go spell to the it? Uh, go to the U's. There's not too yeah, many in the U's. <laughs> go to the U's. I think I might be the only one, but U-N-G-E-R- B-U-E-H-L-E-R. So people get intimidated by the H and uh, the long, the length of it. So, but it's not too bad, you know. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a little poem that says, Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Mm. And, you know, you are storing up for yourself treasures in heaven as you're devoting these years after just graduating from college to go back into the college uh, environment and win young people for Christ. God bless you, Dallas. Is there a particular verse that's, uh, that's a favorite verse of yours that, that kind of guides your direction in life? Yeah, I would say so. I think um, a really important life verse for me is Acts twenty twenty four. It says, "But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God." And so, I think that's important to me because I think um, throughout college. Um, I just was blessed, and I realized how much God has given me and how much He's equipped me with um, for the ability to, you know, have an impact on others. And so I just, um, it's a good reminder um, to constantly count my life um, worth nothing if I don't fulfill what um, God's called me to do. So, Amen. Thank you, Dallas Unger Bueller, for being with us on today's complete story and sharing your story with us. I'm excited when I hear of young people going on for Christ and winning their friends for Jesus. Our listener comment line 1 800 345 2621. 1 800 345 2621. This is Rich Bott sitting in for my dad, Dick Bott, and we'll see you again next time on The Complete Story. Mm-hmm.